All right, confirmation, but not confirmation. Confirmation, but you're at home and I'm here because of the coronavirus. Um, what we're gonna be doing here is um, every week we're gonna do just a short video and we're gonna focus on, uh, you remember that test where we kind of realized that we had some weaknesses? We're gonna be looking at some of the places where um, we, we may have struggled a little bit um, and kind of summarizing what it is we've taught you over the last couple of years as we, we move towards confirmation. So uh, we're gonna talk law and gospel today. Um, the law and the gospel are the two great doctrines of the Bible. This is how we understand the scriptures. And this is why Lutherans read the Bible and come across uh, an understanding that's different from the way that other different kinds of denominations do. And so when a Catholic reads the Bible and a Baptist reads the Bible and a Methodist reads the Bible and the Lutherans read the Bible, it's the same Bible, but we keep coming to different conclusions. The law and gospel is why Lutherans stay Lutheran. Um, because when you confuse the law and the gospel, the Bible always just looks like a be good book, like a do these things and God will reward you with heaven book. Um, and well, that's the law, but it's not the gospel. See, the law is one thing and the gospel is another. Luther said that. Um, the law is one thing. It demands. The gospel is another thing. It gives. The law is what you do for God and for your neighbor, and the gospel is what God does for you. The law is the Ten Commandments. The gospel is the creed. In your catechism, when you read the Ten Commandments, which you should have memorized, those things all demand. And with demands comes, well, the threat of punishment. The gospel, the creed, the second article, which you should also have memorized, it only gives. There's nothing in the creed that you do. It's all God doing stuff. The Father who creates, the Son who redeems, the Spirit who sanctifies, all of it is God's work for you. And so when we deal with the law and the gospel, the law shows us our sin. The gospel shows us our Savior. That means when we look at the law and we don't feel like some kind of sinner or another, we're not actually really looking at the law. And that's the difference between like the commandment and the meaning of the commandment and your catechism. So you can look at the fifth commandment, you shall not murder, which you knew, you knew. And well, like nobody's done any stabby stab today, so great job. Um, but we haven't fulfilled the fifth command because it's more than just no stabby stab. The meaning of the commandment is we should fear and love God so that we do not hurt or harm our neighbor in his body, but help and protect him in every physical need. Every physical need. And I haven't done that, and you haven't done that. The law shows us that we need help. The gospel gives that help. The law always accuses. It doesn't only accuse, but it always accuses. It, it makes you feel like a sinner because, well, when you look at yourself in the mirror and you realize I'm not Jesus, well, that's not great because, well, unless you fulfill the law, God says you go to hell. The gospel says that Jesus took your hell, your sins, and he paid that price upon the cross for you. Jesus paid the punishment for your sins and you have his reward. He died on the cross so that you would live eternally. The gospel only gives and it cannot ever condemn you. It cannot ever accuse you. It can only, only, only forgive your sins. And so it feels great and we love the gospel. But the law is good too, because, well, the same God who gave the gospel, who's good, gave you the law. And so when I look at the law, then I can recognize now that I'm free from, well, being sent to hell from it, free from its curse, I can say it's actually kind of a beautiful thing. And I can start to even recognize that things go better uh, when, when we follow in the law, when we live in the law. And so I can say, like, 
things are smoother at home when you're quarantined from the coronavirus if you're honoring your father and mother instead of fighting with them. It's better to live in the part of town where um, nobody's killing you or stealing all your toilet paper. It's better to go to the high school where nobody gossips about you than the one where they do. Um, it, it's healthier to, to live life free from covetousness and, and materialism. Sin breaks stuff. That's why God makes those commandments against it. He doesn't want to see you get hurt by it. And so the law doesn't just show you your sin. It has three uses. Now, the primary use is the mirror, the second use. The primary thing that God's law does is it shows you that you need Jesus. It shows us our sin so that God can show us our Savior in the gospel. But the law can also curb, mirror, and guide. The three uses, curb, mirror, guide. The curb is the thing that stops you from, well, driving on the sidewalk. It won't stop if you're really determined to, but that's why governments will put you in jail for murdering people. And that deters most people from murdering people. And you even have this thing called a conscience that, that makes you feel bad after you sin, um, unless you just really try and kill your conscience by sinning over and over again until it doesn't bother you anymore. That's bad. Don't do that. It's, it's not just for Christians. The curb is for, in fact, unbelievers, so that you would be safe to worship in, in freedom. Um, the, the curb exists for everybody not just christians which is why like any religion is usually against the stabby stab it's usually against the steely steel um we know not just christians but but all people have sort of basic morals um now some more than others uh, have have through culture or, or or experience again ruin that but god is, has given the second table of the law for everybody the the, the love your neighbor part the fourth commandment through the tenth commandment part the first through the third that's about loving God. Here we see, again, the mirror, but also the guide. The guide is that Christians actually recognize sin breaks stuff, and I don't want all my stuff to get broke, so I'm going to try not to sin. I'm going to actually try to love God, and I'm going to actually try to love my neighbor, and this is what love looks like. Because, well, the Ten Commandments, it's an expression of God's rules, and God's rules reflect who he is. Just like in my car, the Eleventh Commandment is no country music. It shows you what kind of person I am. I like good music. I don't like country music. And in the same way, um, when God gives you these Ten Commandments, they're a reflection of who he is. God is a God who actually wants to be your God. God is a God who actually wants you to have his name and use it the right way for your good. God is a God who actually wants to spend time with you. And so he says, set aside a day and remember the Sabbath day. God is a God who actually wants to give you good gifts in your parents, in your life, in, in one day your marriage, in, in the stuff that he's given you, in your reputation, in all the things that God gives you, he wants you to have them. If you want to see the law being a good thing, though, don't look to yourself because I don't fulfill the law. You don't fulfill the law. You're sinners. Look to Jesus. Jesus fulfills the law perfectly, and then I can see the law is good. It's just I'm not. But the gospel is for sinners. The gospel is for me. The gospel is only for sinners. The gospel is for you. If you're not a sinner, Jesus didn't die for you. But if you are a sinner, Jesus died for you. And this is the gospel. Not that you've earned it, not that you've bought it, not that you have to pay him back later, but simply this. God loves you so much that he died on the cross to take away all your sins. And so when we live, we are justified, we believe, we have faith in the gospel, in Jesus. We're not saved by being good. We're not saved by trying hard. We're not saved by doing anything. We're saved by receiving Jesus, the gospel. So take a look at the Ten Commandments, the law. Take a look at the creed, the gospel. See both are good gifts from God, but recognize that you're saved by the gospel because you can't fulfill the law. If you have questions, email me.